the Bible, a collection of 66 different books by around 40 different authors from many different backgrounds. There were kings and shepherds, soldiers, fishermen, doctors, poets and farmers. Some were young, some old, some rich, and some poor. And they wrote, each reflecting his own personality and style. From a wide variety of life circumstances. All the way from palace thrones and bedrooms. To the dungeons down in the palace basement. From seashores to mountaintops. And to the backsides of dry desert wastelands. In their books, the writers issued hundreds of specific future prophecies, all perfectly fulfilled or awaiting fulfillment. And they discuss every aspect of human life, hundreds of complicated and controversial topics. And yet, there is a unity and consistency of message in the Bible, from start to finish, that is nothing short of miraculous. Throughout history and today, millions of people around the globe call this book the Holy Bible, the very Word of God. It claims to be a self-revelation of the Supreme Being, the Creator Himself, stepping out of eternity into time and space to tell us and show us what He is like and to let us know His plan for our lives here on earth and in the hereafter. The Bible Live with Sophie Dollar is your chance to actually hear, discuss, and decide for yourself about this book, the Bible. Stay tuned, and at the very least, you'll hear the beauty, wisdom, romance, adventure, and intrigue of the world's greatest literature, the best-selling, most translated book of all history. But more importantly, God himself just might speak to your heart and change your life forever. Now, here's the host of The Bible Live, Sophie Dollar. Yes, indeed. We are... Here in our place, fully clothed and in our right minds. And let me see here what we have. Uh, We're going to continue our way through this great book of Isaiah, chapter 48. Yes, we got into chapter 48 in our last program, so we'll pick up there now tonight. Isaiah is powerfully presenting God's promises and God's faithfulness to his people. Israel, anytime now, as I'm trying to remind you of this quite often, when we read about Israel in the scriptures, in the Old Testament or in the New now, you don't have to feel left out. You don't have to think that, oh, this is about some people group that lived thousands of years ago. It's all about them. It doesn't really have anything to do with us today at all. That's not true in various reasons. Remember that the same God who ruled in the affairs of men and nations then rules in the affairs of men and nations today and with the same objectives, calling out a people for himself, the plan of redemption. That's the priority in this world in which we live. We can learn from it in that sense, but also Israel in particular is a type of the people of God. And so it all applies to us. The promises that are made, the assurances that are given to the people of Israel, they are given to us, his people, today. We'll talk about it a little bit more in a moment. But right now, let's go finish up this beautiful Psalm 107, a song of, of redemption and salvation and of thanksgiving on our part. Psalm 107, 23 through 43. Some went off in ships, plying the trade routes of the world. They too observed the Lord's power in action, His impressive works on the deepest seas. He spoke and the winds rose, stirring up the waves. Their ships were tossed to the heavens and sank again to the depths. The sailors cringed in terror. They reeled and staggered like drunkards and were at their wits' end. Lord, help! they cried in their trouble. And he saved them from their distress. He calmed the storm to a whisper and stilled the waves. 
What a blessing was that stillness as he brought them safely into harbor. Let them praise the Lord for his great love and for all his wonderful deeds to them. Let them exalt him publicly before the congregation and before the leaders of the nation. He changes rivers into deserts and springs of water into dry land. He turns the fruitful land into salty wastelands because of the wickedness of those who live there. But he also turns deserts into pools of water, the dry land into flowing springs. He brings the hungry to settle there and build their cities. They sow their fields, plant their vineyards, and harvest their bumper crops. How he blesses them! They raise large families there, and their herds of cattle increase. When they decrease in number and become impoverished through oppression, trouble, and sorrow, the Lord pours contempt on their princes, causing them to wander in trackless wastelands. But he rescues the poor from their distress and increases their families like vast flocks of sheep. The godly will see these things and be glad while the wicked are stricken silent. Those who are wise will take all this to heart. They will see in our history the faithful love of the Lord. End of reading, Psalm 107, 23 through 43. I see the Lord, and He is seated on the throne, the train of His robe is filling the heavens. I see the Lord. You're listening to The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. Shining like the sun, his eyes full of fire, his voice like the water, surrounding his throne, a thousand things, holy, 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 is the Lord God Almighty. Harkening back to the beginning of uh, Isaiah's ministry, back to the time when he began to serve the Lord and began to speak in the name of the Lord to those who would be returning from this time of exile. Now remember, a lot of what Isaiah is talking about is all in the future. He has seen clearly the time of exile and the time of returning from exile, and yet he is prophesying and preaching hundreds of years before these events actually happened. He has, in fact, already mentioned Cyrus by name, this Gentile ruler. It's the only place in the Scriptures where a Gentile ruler is said to be anointed of God. God chooses to use him as an instrument of judgment on his people, the people of Israel. In the world history, he is used mightily in that part of the world and in that era, shaping the world and bringing the consciousness of the true and living God to other nations. Remember, that is God's priority in this world in this time. He is calling out a people for himself. I will be their God. They will be my people. Remember in chapter 45, it is said clearly that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess, talking about the Messiah and talking about how all the nations of the world will turn to God. The Bible is always about all the people of the world. God is not prejudiced. He's not a respecter of persons. And he is always interested in every man, woman, and child around the planet Earth and every nation 
in every time and every era. But you thought that phrase, every knee will bow and every tongue would confess, came from the book of Philippians. Well, it does, but so often something you think is original to the New Testament will be right there in the Old Testament. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 48, the last section, talking about freedom from Babylon, and then also the future Redeemer. Uh, In chapter 49, we're going to have a whole section about Messiah, this promised one that God is going to send to take away the sins of the earth. Isaiah 48, 12 through 52, 15. Isaiah 48. Listen to me, O family of Jacob, Israel, my chosen one. I alone am God, the first and the last. It was my hand that laid the foundations of the earth. The palm of my right hand spread out the heavens above. I spoke, and they came into being. Have any of your idols ever told you this? Come, all of you, and listen. The Lord has chosen Cyrus as his ally. He will use him to put an end to the empire of Babylon, destroying the Babylonian armies. I have said it. I am calling Cyrus. I will send him on this errand and will help him succeed. Come closer and listen. I have always told you plainly what would happen so you would have no trouble understanding. And now the Sovereign Lord and His Spirit have sent me with this message. The Lord your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, says, I am the Lord your God, who teaches you what is good and leads you along the paths you should follow. Oh, that you had listened to my commands! Then you would have had peace flowing like a gentle river and righteousness rolling like waves. Then you would have become as numerous as the sands along the seashore, too many to count. There would have been no need for your destruction. Yet even now, be free from your captivity. Leave Babylon and the Babylonians singing as you go. Shout to the ends of the earth that the Lord has redeemed his servants, the people of Israel. They were not thirsty when he led them through the desert. He divided the rock, and water gushed out for them to drink. But there is no peace for the wicked, says the Lord. You're listening to the Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. Isaiah 49. Listen to me, all of you in far-off lands. The Lord called me before my birth. From within the womb he called me by name. He made my words of judgment as sharp as a sword. He has hidden me in the shadow of his hand. I am like a sharp arrow in his quiver. He said to me, You are my servant, Israel, and you will bring me glory. I replied, But my work all seems so useless. I have spent my strength for nothing and to no purpose at all. Yet I leave it all in the Lord's hand. I will trust God for my reward. And now the Lord speaks. He who formed me in my mother's womb to be his servant, who commissioned me to bring his people of Israel back to him, The Lord has honored me, and my God has given me strength. He says, You will do more than restore the people of Israel to me. I will make you a light to the Gentiles, and you will bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. The Lord, the Redeemer and Holy One of Israel, says to the one who is despised and rejected by a nation, to the one who is the servant of rulers, Kings will stand at attention when you pass by. Princes will bow low because the Lord has chosen you. He, the faithful Lord, the Holy One of Israel, chooses you. This is what the Lord says. At just the right time, I will respond to you. On the day of salvation, I will help you. I will give you as a token and pledge to Israel. This will prove that I will reestablish the land of Israel and reassign it to its own people again. Through you, I am saying to the prisoners of darkness, Come out! I am giving you your freedom! 
They will be my sheep, grazing in green pastures and on hills that were previously bare. They will neither hunger nor thirst. The searing sun and scorching desert winds will not reach them any more. For the Lord in His mercy will lead them beside cool waters, and I will make my mountains into level paths for them. The highways will be raised above the valleys. See, my people will return from far away, from lands to the north and west, and from as far south as Egypt. Sing for joy, O heavens! Rejoice, O earth! Burst into song, O mountains! For the Lord has comforted His people, and will have compassion on them in their sorrow. Yet Jerusalem says, The Lord has deserted us. The Lord has forgotten us. Never! Can a mother forget her nursing child? Can she feel no love for a child she has born? But even if that were possible, I would not forget you. See, I have written your name on my hand. Ever before me is a picture of Jerusalem's walls in ruins. Soon your descendants will come back, and all who are trying to destroy you will go away. Look and see, for all your children will come back to you. As surely as I live, says the Lord, they will be like jewels or bridal ornaments for you to display. Even the most desolate parts of your abandoned land will soon be crowded with your people. Your enemies who enslaved you will be far away. The generations born in exile will return and say, We need more room. It's crowded here. Then you will think to yourself, Who has given me all these descendants? For most of my children were killed, and the rest were carried away into exile. I was left here all alone. Who bore these children? Who raised them for me? This is what the Sovereign Lord says. See, I will give a signal to the godless nations. They will carry your little sons back to you in their arms. They will bring your daughters on their shoulders. Kings and queens will serve you. They will care for all your needs. They will bow to the earth before you and lick the dust from your feet. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Those who wait for me will never be put to shame. Who can snatch the plunder of war from the hands of a warrior? Who can demand that a tyrant let his captives go? But the Lord says the captives of warriors will be released, and the plunder of tyrants will be retrieved. For I will fight those who fight you, and I will save your children. I will feed your enemies with their own flesh. They will be drunk with rivers of their own blood. All the world will know that I, the Lord, am your Savior and Redeemer, the Mighty One of Israel. You're listening to The Bible Live with Sophie Dollar. Isaiah 50. The Lord asks, Did I sell you as slaves to my creditors? Is that why you are not here? Is your mother gone because I divorced her and sent her away? No, you went away as captives because of your sins. And your mother, too, was taken because of your sins. Was I too weak to save you? Is that why the house is silent and empty when I come home? Is it because I have no power to rescue? No, that is not the reason. For I can speak to the sea and make it dry. I can turn rivers into deserts covered with dying fish. I am the one who sends darkness out across the skies, bringing it to a state of mourning. The Sovereign Lord has given me His words of wisdom so that I know what to say to all these weary ones. Morning by morning he wakens me and opens my understanding to his will. The Sovereign Lord has spoken to me, and I have listened. I do not rebel or turn away. I give my back to those who beat me, and my cheeks to those who pull out my beard. I do not hide from shame, for they mock me and spit in my face. 
Because the Sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be dismayed. Therefore I have set my face like a stone, determined to do His will. And I know that I will triumph. He who gives me justice is near. Who will dare to oppose me now? Where are my enemies? Let them appear. See, the Sovereign Lord is on my side. Who will declare me guilty? All my enemies will be destroyed, like old clothes that have been eaten by moths. Who among you fears the Lord and obeys His servant? If you are walking in darkness without a ray of light, trust in the Lord and rely on your God. But watch out, you who live in your own light and warm yourselves by your own fires. This is the reward you will receive from me. You will soon lie down in great torment. You're listening to The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. Isaiah 51. Listen to me, all who hope for deliverance, all who seek the Lord. Consider the quarry from which you were mined, the rock from which you were cut. Yes, think about your ancestors, Abraham and Sarah, from whom you came. Abraham was alone when I called him, but when I blessed him, he became a great nation. The Lord will comfort Israel again and make her deserts blossom. Her barren wilderness will become as beautiful as Eden, the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found there. Lovely songs of thanksgiving will fill the air. Listen to me, my people. Hear me, Israel, for my law will be proclaimed, and my justice will become a light to the nations. My mercy and justice are coming soon. Your salvation is on the way. I will rule the nations. They will wait for me and long for my power. Look up to the skies above and gaze down on the earth beneath. For the skies will disappear like smoke, and the earth will wear out like a piece of clothing. The people of the earth will die like flies, but my salvation lasts forever. My righteous rule will never end. Listen to me, you who know right from wrong, and cherish my law in your hearts. Do not be afraid of people's scorn or their slanderous talk. For the moth will destroy them as it destroys clothing. The worm will eat away at them as it eats wool. But my righteousness will last forever. My salvation will continue from generation to generation. Wake up, Lord. Robe yourself with strength. Rouse yourself as in the days of old when you slew Egypt, the dragon of the Nile. Are you not the same today, the one who dried up the sea, making a path of escape when you saved your people? Those who have been ransomed by the Lord will return to Jerusalem, singing songs of everlasting joy. Sorrow and mourning will disappear, and they will be overcome with joy and gladness. I, even I, am the one who comforts you. So why are you afraid of mere humans who wither like the grass and disappear? Yet you have forgotten your Lord, your Creator, the one who put the stars in the sky and established the earth. Will you remain in constant dread of human oppression? Will you continue to fear the anger of your enemies from morning till night? Soon all you captives will be released. Imprisonment, starvation, and death will not be your fate. For I am the Lord your God who stirs up the sea, causing its waves to roar. My name is the Lord Almighty, and I have put my words in your mouth and hidden you safely within my hand. I set all the stars in space and established the earth. I am the one who says to Israel, You are mine. Wake up! Wake up, O Jerusalem! You have drunk enough from the cup of the Lord's fury. 
You have drunk the cup of terror, tipping out its last drops. Not one of your children is left alive to help you or tell you what to do. These two things have been your lot, desolation and destruction, famine and war. And who is left to sympathize? Who is left to comfort you? For your children have fainted and lie in the streets, helpless as antelopes caught in a net. The Lord has poured out His fury. God has rebuked them. But now listen to this, you afflicted ones, who sit in a drunken stupor, though not from drinking wine. This is what the Sovereign Lord, your God and Defender, says. See, I am taking the terrible cup from your hands. You will drink no more of my fury. It is gone at last. But I will put that cup into the hands of those who tormented you. I will give it to those who trampled you into the dust and walked on your backs. You're listening to the Bible Live with Sophie Dollar. Isaiah 52 Wake up! Wake up, O Zion! Clothe yourselves with strength. Put on your beautiful clothes, O holy city of Jerusalem. For unclean and godless people will no longer enter your gates. Rise from the dust, O Jerusalem. Remove the slave bands from your neck, O captive daughter of Zion. For this is what the Lord says. When I sold you into exile, I received no payment. Now I can redeem you without paying for you. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Long ago, my people went to live as resident foreigners in Egypt. Now they have been oppressed without cause by Assyria. And now what is this? asked the Lord. Why are my people enslaved again? Those who rule them shout in exultation. My name is being blasphemed all day long. But I will reveal my name to my people, and they will come to know its power. Then at last they will recognize that it is I who speaks to them. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news of peace and salvation, the news that the God of Israel reigns. The watchmen shout and sing with joy, for before their very eyes they see the Lord bringing his people home to Jerusalem. Let the ruins of Jerusalem break into joyful song, for the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord will demonstrate his holy power before the eyes of all the nations. The ends of the earth will see the salvation of our God. Go now, leave your bonds and slavery. Put Babylon behind you with everything it represents, for it is unclean to you. You are the Lord's holy people. Purify yourselves, you who carry home the vessels of the Lord. You will not leave in a hurry, running for your lives. For the Lord will go ahead of you, and the God of Israel will protect you from behind. See, my servant will prosper. He will be highly exalted. Many were amazed when they saw him, beaten and bloodied. So disfigured, one would scarcely know he was a person. And he will again startle many nations. Kings will stand speechless in his presence, for they will see what they had not previously been told about. They will understand what they had not heard about. End of reading, Isaiah 48, 12 through 52, 15. to the Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. Now remember, this is the Bible itself. 
that is the uniqueness of this broadcast. We're giving you a chance to hear every word, every verse, every chapter of the entire Bible every year. Right now we're in the prophetic book of Isaiah, this great prophet of God who ministered from 741 B.C. to 680, 60 years, a long, long ministry, fruitful, faithful ministry in one of the stormiest, most tumultuous times of the history of the people of Israel. Empires were rising and falling all during the time of Isaiah's ministry. Assyria conquered Damascus and Samaria in the north, and then Assyria is conquered with its capital of Nineveh, conquered and destroyed by Babylon, and then Babylon is destroyed by the Medo-Persians under Cyrus. Isaiah is naming Cyrus by name, that he is going to be God's chosen instrument. He even calls him God's ally. That is, his task is to free the people of Israel. They had been taken into exile, and it was very unusual, no precedent whatsoever, for these emperors to return people to their land. But he freed them, returned them, and allowed them to rebuild the city and the temple there in Jerusalem. Isaiah is saying all of this, and you may not notice and you may not get the power of it because we're just reading it here and you don't have that historical context. He is saying all of this 150 to 200 years before Cyrus comes to power. Cyrus came to power in 559 B.C., so this is many decades later than the time of Isaiah. There's so much to respond to. There's a beautiful description of God's anointed one, the Messiah himself, here tonight in chapter 49. The Lord's servant is commissioned and described there, uh, the one who formed me in my mother's womb to be his servant, who commissioned me to bring Israel, God's people, back to him. The beautiful passage about the Messiah and the Redeemer. I did want to mention Psalm 107, the Psalm of Salvation, It said that many wandered in the desert, hungry and thirsty. Some sat in darkness, chained to sin, but he broke the chains and cut the bars of their jail cell. Some were fools, he said. Some were off to sea in ships, off in a world of adventure. These are different ways that man can be lost. We can be wandering in the desert. We can be impoverished and enslaved to our habits and our addictions. We can make foolish decisions in our lives. But Psalm 107 says that God is our Redeemer. He finds us and saves us. It's a beautiful passage there in Isaiah chapter 52. As I end up our program tonight, I'm going to give you four reasons why we can understand that the Scriptures, the Bible that we're reading each and every night, is the Word of God. Not just historically accurate and reliable, but supernaturally the Word of God. I'm going to mention those four aspects of the Scriptures to you just because it's an encouragement to know that it has authority and it can be a great blessing to our lives. On what basis do we believe this book, these passages that we're reading to be actually God's Word. Let me give you quickly four reasons. One is the fact there's 66 books written over a period of 1,400 years by 40 different authors in Hebrew, Aramaic, Greek languages, hundreds of complex, controversial topics, but there's a perfect harmony of vision and message throughout from beginning to end. And then... There's the prophecies, hundreds of predictions about individuals, families, and nations, and so on, all totally perfectly fulfilled, telling the future. There's the ring of truth. It makes sense of our existence. It describes human nature, our needs, our experiences perfectly. And then finally, it changes lives. My own life was transformed by the message of the Scriptures, my new identity in Christ. I hope that your life is being impacted as well. The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. Soapy reads from the New Living Translation by Tyndall House Publishers. 
The Bible Live is dedicated to helping promote spiritual revival across America, and your prayers and financial support are needed. Please mail your tax-deductible gift to The Bible Live, Post Office Box 18888. That's The Bible Live, P.O. Box 18888, San Antonio, Texas 78218. You may also make credit card donations at the ministry website, thebiblelive.com. Now don't forget, join us each weekday for the Bible Live with Soapy Dollars. Start today and in one year's time we will read and respond together to the entire Bible. Let the most important word you hear each day be God's word.